in this world? Is the destiny of mankind controlled by some transcendental entity or law? Is it like the hand of God hovering above? At least it is true that Ryan, Steve, and Joey have no control, even over their own show. Welcome to No Guts, No Glory, the Berserk Podcast. Today on No Guts, No Glory, Volume 6, Chapters 26 through 29, Assassins 3 and 4, Departure for the Front, Precious Thing, and Engagement. Something Ryan has never experienced. Ah, You gotta call me out like that. It's fine. It's fine. I'm trying to get married over here, but I'm gay. Uh, I have relationships with women. Because it's not legal then? It also wouldn't change the ability to get married. Yeah, it would be uh, polyam or whatever would be the only issue. Here in California. Yeah. <laughs> Anything goes. <laughs> Anything goes. Uh, welcome <laughs> to No Guts, No Glory, the Berserk podcast, where we are reading through Kentaro Mira's uh, famous, even infamous, Magnum Opus, ma, ma, uh, Mangum Opus? Is that Manga yeah. Opus. Mangum <laughs> Opus. <laughs> Mangum Opus. Oh, boy. <laughs> Uh, it's very thick. Uh, Mangum Opus Manga, uh, Berserk, running since the late 1980s. We're reading it in publication order. You can read along with us, or I mean, you can just fucking listen, because you're going to get the gist of what's going on anyway. But you should read Berserk. You should buy Berserk. You should watch Berserk. Maybe not the 2016 and 2017 season, but you should watch it. You should support it. You should love us. You should support us. You should support and clap for uh, Ryan. Just here to my left, his beautiful violin intro uh, produced in triplicate by uh, Steve, who is like 20 miles from me over <laughs> Zencaster and Twitch right now. Speaking of Twitch, twitch.tv slash probing ancient aliens, where you can listen to our, sorry, you can watch along with our recording uh, every other Monday night around the seven o'clock hour Pacific time. Uh, it's called twitch.tv slash probing ancient aliens because probing ancient aliens is our other podcast, but we're using the same Twitch channel. But if you like the show ancient aliens or the paranormal or consciousness based new agey stuff, you can go listen to the probing ancient aliens podcast feed where all sorts of different shows or the hit there. animated movie paranormal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which we have neither covered nor have I ever right. seen. Uh, but you can think about it while paying us, uh, on our Patreon over at patreon.com slash Ancient Aliens uh, for extra content. We even do a, go- uh, a ghost about show adventures. We do a show about <laughs> ghost adventures called Adventurous Ghosts over there on our Patreon for only the $5 tier higher, plus a whole other podcast about other random stuff called Probing Deeper, uh, which has all sorts of subjects on it. You know, it's never going to be on there. These our, nuts. Our, our, <laughs> our coverage of Ahsoka. Because I don't know if I'm ever going to watch it. I think I might be out. Oh, no, why? Everyone loves it. I don't know. It's fine. I mean, it's it's going to be one where, like, there'll have to be something really great again with Star Wars that I'll go, oh, I'm in a Star Wars mood. Let's catch up with all the shows that we've missed over the last year or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I heard Marks only it. good things about it, so. Um, I, well, and I heard... I heard from the I heard from fans of Star Wars Rebels and Clone Wars that it basically is a live action sequel to those shows. 
I yeah, you definitely have to post. watch the animated uh, stuff first, from my understanding. Yeah. The but. press said it is a sequel to those shows, and that's not great if you're not a fan of those shows. <laughs> so, uh, but it, didn't you watch those shows or no? We tried to, and I couldn't do. It. We watched probably ten or twelve episodes, and okay. we didn't like the chronological order listing. Yeah, I know Fat Matt when did that too. Or thing, Ding Dong, but, uh, yeah. but yeah, I know Fat Matt's going to be busy now watching the new, uh, the new. Uh, Dragon Ball series where Goku becomes small again. Right. And they're basically rebooting it without reboot. <laughs> the dumbest thing I've ever fucking heard of in my life. But um, anyway, uh, Ryan's into it. It's fine. But yeah. um, <laughs> did you hear about he that? Like. Toriyama announced there's going to be a new Dragon Ball where uh, Goku and his friends uh, get like kicked, get yeeted into another universe where they become really tiny, like like microscopic in size, and a whole new bunch of enemies and challenges await them. And oh, oh not younger, like they're just tiny, shrunk. Size. They've lost and, their physical prowess, and uh, and yeah, so he like they lose. It's a, just a power loss thing. And he's like, and fans of the original Dragon Ball, you'll be excited that Goku will be fighting with his staff again. It's like nobody fucking cares what? about that <laughs> unless he can come hey come hey out of his staff. Oh, yeah. Who gives a fuck about that thing? Hey, that staff was selling for $20, and it was a freebie from Comic-Con because everybody was obsessed with it. <laughs> so you're just getting That's... handfuls of staffs for free. <laughs> I, mean, that makes, I mean, that makes it sound like a lot of money if you got a bunch of free ones, but like, I thought you were going to say $20,000. No, 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 no. It just went, went with the <laughs> figure arts, uh, SH figure arts, and it was freebie. So, yeah, people are, again, free, but people sure. wanted it, and you could only get it there, so. Got it. $20 bills, y'all. Really sad I never got into Dragon Ball now. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There you go. You've had many more experiences in your life than those who follow the Ball Z. Hello, P. Matthews412, who is uh, uh, chatting with us here at twitch.tv slash probing ancient aliens. But do we, I don't think we have any new reviews this week. Uh, I have not seen anything personally. No. Oh, access denied. Oh, because I'm signed in with my other account anyway. But yeah, we did not have any new uh, No Guts, No Glory reviews. Um, please give us five-star rating. Now, I actually, I can't say that because um, Oh, I don't want you to disappear. I can't say that because uh, excuse me, Spotify has um, uh, those star ratings that they separate from their Q&A answers. So mm. um, we currently are sitting at, I mean, it's a decent amount because it's way more than I thought. But um, if I go to, let's see here. Nope, not here. If I go to uh, No Guts, No Glory, Spotify, then, oh, this isn't going to be our podcast, I don't think. This is great podcasting, however, right <laughs> here. But, um, well, we were having a high rating either way. So. Yes. Um, <laughs> but uh, um, there are, yeah, like 40 or 50 or something like that up there right now. So um, very stoked. Please give, it us, uh, give us those star ratings on pod- on, oh my God, on Spotify. And on podcast services of your choice. Thank yeah. you. Yes. Because um, it helps us get found by uh, other little strugglers and strugglerettes out there. What's the, I guess, struggler is the gender neutral term. But um uh, yeah, we have 40, very high rate, 4.7 out of five stars. We have 40 ratings on Spotify. So keep it up. Little, nice. little star raiders out and there. And the, um, the ICP crossover fans are struggalos. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> or jugglers. 
Right. <laughs> <laughs> but they have to have big chests to be jugglers. So jugs made of balloons. Ah. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just like in uh, the expanding balloon boobs that oddly turned me on when I first saw Killer Clowns in Outer from Outer Space. Right. <laughs> a, a movie I have watched. Oh, you have nice. Yeah. <laughs> what you do? Knock my block off? Yeah. This is Boom. yeah. Because like the main character like wanders into one of the crazy rooms and on the mothership, and there's just like a girl alien just like sitting there at the edge of a ball pit or something. Yeah, they like look down <laughs> and her boobs just start like pulsing like <laughs> bigger and smaller. Oh, and it created, created, created a weird fetish in me. <laughs> Oh, Grove Snake, welcome back. Uh, and uh, he's Grove Snake is one of our longtime uh, fans from the probing verse of podcasts I mentioned earlier. He is in our twitch.tv slash probing and chat. He is a Twitch Prime subscriber to our channel, which you can do as well if you have Amazon Prime. Uh, gives us a little free money every month. You just subscribe every month, use that free subscription for our channel, gives us some scrilla to. Get extra Dilla on your quesadilla. Bezos bucks for the boys. <laughs> uh, my wife and I saw a commercial. Uh, sorry, I'm trying to just tell stories and make you guys laugh right now instead of talking about the news of Berserk. True. Um, all you one-star reviewers out there. But uh, uh, we did see a commercial for... Uh, it wasn't Chipotle. Um, I think it was Del Taco, which is a chain out, out west here, for those that don't know. But they had one of their new items since they've been bought out by the Taco Bell, like the Yum Brands company, is like the something something double Dia, and it's like apostrophe. Oh yeah, <laughs> I feel like I even said <laughs> something about that before too. Maybe to like yeah, the yeah. meat loafers or something. Because um, yeah, like the meat loafers enough. slash turkey boys, of course, an Instagram thread with yeah, Steve exactly. and other friends. Um, but yeah, the the extra dia. Well, and again at Del Taco, if you haven't done it, you can go bold on anything, yes. and they add like French fries and sauce and all this other shit to it. So all you have to do is say, "I want this burrito, and I want to go bold." I'd like to go bold and double D's, please. Thank yes. you. <laughs> <laughs> um, or double D's nuts, as you said earlier. Too, oh so. no! <laughs> uh, Ryan in his classes tonight, not for yes. prescription, but for astigmatism only. Is that correct? They're for fashion only. No, mm. uh, they're <laughs> yeah, they're for astigmatism. Because uh, was that night driving? Uh, no, for looking at you, Steve. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> well, just if you didn't have them before, now that it's darker earlier. Uh, no, um, it's actually just because I felt like not squinting today. And oh, there we go. Sometimes, because <laughs> well, I'll be like looking back and forth from the screen to the book to the screen to, uh, to my nuts to the screen mm. to the, you know, like, <laughs> I need to really focus. Yeah, yeah. So, well, yeah. especially when you're going from square shapes to those horizontal round shapes of the nuts your eyes really have to like focus differently that's yeah. true that's true now, so uh, <laughs> plus accounting for the hairs and things that are off your shape yeah. uh the no, conical refraction right? ryan has something i'd never heard of which is perfect vision but astigmatism i thought right. automatically we're going to be nearsighted if you had astigmatism well it'd probably be yeah fucked up if it wasn't so this fuck up has created a okay vision right yes um on my planet there are two moons at night that's how astigmatism mm, works there, there it is yeah. see two he's moons. from tatooine uh i think that's it for housekeeping we had a little segment here where we ask each other to spill your guts (laughs) (laughs) formerly how you doing steve how you doing right now you doing joey uh but steve why don't you go ahead and spill your guts about what's been going on what you've been watching you've been playing (laughs) any video games you've been playing any sports you've been playing (laughs) games 
You've been playing with your little nephew over there. Exactly. Uh, doing okay. <laughs> like that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, a little nephew over there. <laughs> pretty much. Uh, same old, same old. But uh, yeah, no, just been uh, hitting the old disc golf. Uh, I felt like I had some more to say, and now I'm totally spacing on this. But we did see that movie, Killing the Flower Moon, or something like that. Oh, Flower Moon. I've been wanting to see that. Scorsese. Yeah, because it just came out on Friday. Mm. Three and a half hours long. Oh. But, um, Definitely worth a watch. It was, uh, it was good. Very, yeah, yeah, it was really good. Solid, now, solid movie. Something we can never say on this show, but then we're gonna Steve, say it. Steve right and now. I, but Steve and I got obsessed with an insane line, an insane kind of catchphrase. Oh God, Tom Hardy's <laughs> character in The Revenant, also starring DiCaprio, also right. a Frontiers timeline movie. Right, Native people, uh, first first tribes people. <laughs> yes, and I never heard that term before. <laughs> Uh, or since, but yeah. uh, apparently that was a common slur back then. Cause I learned right, right. then. Too. Well, that is not used in this. Cause this is a <laughs> turn of the century kind of, uh, timeline. Yeah. It seemed like legends of the fall kind of timeline, like 1900, 1888, something like, like that. Like early. Yeah. More like early 1900. So, oh, so like, per, like leading up to world war uno. Exactly. Yeah. Or the great wars. They were calling it back then. Um, but yeah, no super well, solid movie. Know, it wasn't invented as a card game. So exactly. Back then. <laughs> or is it number? Wait, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta have one before you have two, usually. Oh, yeah. And I went to a teppanyaki grill for my brother's oh, birthday yes. dinner uh, on Saturday. So they, you know, put on quite a show. Uh, they did the volcano. A man then used a uh, toy that looked like it was peeing. Uh, so that put out the fire of the volcano. That was very entertaining. <laughs> and then he, kicked me out afterwards because I kept asking him to shoot it in my mouth like the peen toy. Uh, and it, it got a little bit out of control. So I had to leave. But uh, I did enjoy the meal up until that point, which was just some steamed rice and some edamame. But yeah, outside of that, it was good. What? <laughs> uh, no, but yeah, I hadn't been to one of those. Again, I probably last time was with my brother for his birthday. Oh, wow. But, uh, always, always a fun show. There was some weeb cook who was like very annoying. He wasn't like putting on a fake like Japanese accent, but just an annoying white guy doing the teppanyaki shit. But four years ago, went to a Shabu Shabu place where a white girl was such a weeb, such a Nippon. Technically it was a ramen place. Yeah. It was Shinsengumi. Yeah. 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 But, uh, uh, where she, we probably told the whole makeup to look even Japanese. Basically what one would call yellow face, which is insane. Uh, but apparently with her, it was a, uh, you know, it was a respectful send up or something. I don't know, but, uh, right. Right. And then, yeah, just yeah. gnarly accent on that one, but, um, no, no guts, no glory. The berserk podcast of this guy. Ooh. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> well, eating the white rice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, oh, I had the fried rice. I stayed. I was just cool. I didn't get kicked out for talking about piss. <laughs> yeah. Cause then I was trying to piss on the grill. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, that was uh, that's pretty much it. And then yeah, we got big Halloween coming up, so it is crazy. Big Halloween, oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, Tuesday night Halloween. I saw in your wife's stories that the fake webbing you put up is killing, bu- like trapping bugs, like a real spider web. No, they well, they just live in it. They're not trapped because if I flick Uh-oh. the thing, they'll skedaddle. But we do have about two to three praying mantises oh, living wow. in that area now because they're just going ham on a free buffet of flies. Now, if you look, if you ever took a magnifying glass up to that webbing, do you think you'd see a little 
like gray faced Elijah Wood up there, all wrapped Probably. up in those webs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's when they shrink the Lord of the Rings characters, right. and he's going to bring yeah. back his staff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they have the ring again. It's back <laughs> in the lost text of the Elven Lords. <laughs> Uh, you know, the part in Lord of the Rings where he gets um, stabbed by the spider and looks like he barfs cum. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Classic scene. <laughs> As he moans. Yeah. Um, hey, we've all been there. Yeah. Uh, real quick update from uh, uh, Grove Snake. Uh, it says, do not try and shrink me, Gypsy. I will look upon your face. Oh, stupid. You understand. <laughs> yeah, uh, he also reference. cigarettes a few months ago. I did, however, get into cigars. <laughs> oh, there we go. One What's for the, the other. So the ladder behind me, Grove Snake, is in here because this bookcase that you see behind me built in, I have been building it over the past two months. And so uh, I've got some crown molding going up pretty soon. And, and it's a, we have 10 foot ceiling. So it's a, it's a ceiling high bookcase and uh, almost wrapped up with it. Going to be just in time for Thanksgiving by the time we get all the, the fun stuff on there, the rolling ladder and the little desk thing. So mm, uh, you will never see that desk again. If you watch this Twitch, because it'll be facing the computer will be in that square hole that you can mm. see uh, behind me. So it'll be facing this wall, but uh, hopefully it should have mm. some cool, some cool berserky and swordy stuff on this wall. Oh, uh, Ryan, why don't, you, why don't you spill your guts? Ooh, okay. Uh, well, speaking of big Halloween, uh, I've been watching some Halloween type movies recently mm. uh let's see what, what were some of them i i watched uh, scream six actually oh, yeah. <laughs> but i didn't watch scream five and i probably should have done that <laughs> had you watched any of the other screams yeah yeah i've oh, seen okay. one and two yeah. uh which i liked a lot um six was good i i thought it wasn't wasn't bad i, mm. I feel like context would have been nice for some of the things but mm-hmm. yeah it was less less on the humor more on the spooky and i i thought that was nice mm-hmm. um i also saw the haunted mansion that one was so bad oh oh you yeah. didn't like the new one or the eddie murphy one no no the new one uh oh, i thought the new one was fun it's not like amazing but it, it's just i don't know some of the lines were very like like made me kind of like curl up inside like oh gosh like the <laughs> little boy character has some lines where it's like that he's just a marvel character and i don't oh, like God. that um but on disney plus yes um yeah. It cool. was in the theaters. Now, it's oh theaters. wow, right. yeah, now Disney Plus. Um, what else? Oh, uh, it's a scary movie as well. Yes, scary movie <laughs> for the first time. My, scary by the way, movie two those the best of exactly that what franchise. Told them yesterday, yeah. I got to see that one still. <laughs> uh, but I like scary movie, and then also saw the first Friday, the thirteenth, um, which was also shit. It was a little bit less shit or more funny because I was drinking, but that was, mm-hmm. <laughs> that was about it. That was about it. I also learned speaking of drinking, how to play rage cage. I did. I did not know how to play that. Uh, I don't I know what that is. that is. It's Oh, so <laughs> let well, me go you, through the detailed you put, rules. For you put a chastity minutes. cage on your piece <laughs> <laughs> and then get mad that it's there. Right. <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's a game where you put a bunch of cups in the middle of a table you fill them all with drinks, and then you have one king cup, which is with a bigger drink, I guess. Okay. And then is that the king's of, cup? Because that's a game too. It might be that I don't know, but it everyone stands in a circle. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> it's it's an accent thing. Um, but yeah, <laughs> we didn't invent Uno back then. Yeah. Okay, but. <laughs> But uh, everyone stands in a circle and it's a real time thing. You're just trying to like as fast as you can get a ping pong ball into a cup Mm. that's like right next to you. And then you pass that cup to the next person and it starts stacking up the more that like people um, essentially clear. And then and and so the the cups are getting higher and higher and it's harder to get the the thing in there. Mm. Um, Get the thing in there. Um, And (laughs) 
And then, yeah, the, the last person who it's like hot potato, but like with drinks, it's like oh. the last person who, you know, gets one in has to drink the big shit cup. Uh, right. Similar to soggy waffle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like here, not come, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, depends on your preference. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's. Uh, that Are was you playing this at a Halloween party or just by yeah, yourself? Yeah. It was, uh, no. <laughs> that would be a little hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It has to be a group of people, I think. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> but yeah, just kind of doing some Halloween type nice. stuff recently. Did you dress up for the party? Uh, no, that's coming later. Mm. Uh, I'm going to be Gaius Baltar. Oh, that's right. Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. Are you going to have a fake, attractive, blonde, tall woman in a red dress like attached to you, like a blow-up doll or See, something See, that's like the that? pickup line that I go ah. for that night. <laughs> wow, you're attractive and blonde. Let's fuck. I mean, wait. <laughs> Classic pickup line. <laughs> no, it's from the show, I swear. Right. <laughs> Let's fuck, please. Just, but just in a figment of my imagination. I... Oh, well, I was going to, so you don't want to since it's just a bit. So. <laughs> Uh, but yeah uh, how you doing joey um I'll, i think i'll spill my guts actually Thank oh you. okay <laughs> whoa uh, <laughs> and yeah. they're full of that elijah wood <laughs> oh man i went to steve's house and ate all the little elijah's from his fake <laughs> i feel like there's some rapper line where there's some dude saying like oh i was smoking some good elijah wood or something <laughs> i was like wait I'm sucking him off that doesn't yeah. sound right yeah, yeah. <laughs> um underrated show uh i think steve i think you watched it or at least part of it but the show that i can't remember his it's um it's just a name and it was based on that australian show but it's where elijah wood sees the dog um the guy that's the dog all the time he's the um australian Uh, yeah i never watched that show it looked too annoying yeah Yeah. it was good it was good it's one of those i never need to watch again but while watching it it was very good but uh uh wilford wilfred or something like that right 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 but um uh yeah i'm doing okay i am very tired i have you mean you're spilling okay i'm spilling okay <laughs> yes uh my guts are sleepy uh because i have been writing like four major papers in the last two weeks plus other assignments for my other class which are smaller to medium but still enough to exacerbate uh that but um it's uh it's 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 going i'm writing a writing a paper on the uh ferguson missouri investigation uh, by the Department of Justice, the actual report <laughs> from the Department of Justice, <laughs> uh, which is interesting, very depressing, and uh, having to write a um, uh, like a create a hypothesis about one of the affected communities, either like the people of color or the entire, um, you know, all the citizens of Ferguson. They're like, you can even do it from the perspective of the cops, but that's going to be a tougher paper. <laughs> like, what's <laughs> of it? it's a hard <laughs> sell, yeah. But um, uh, but yeah, so interesting stuff but depressing stuff but i'm getting through it it's i it is it is crazy that literally on wednesday i register for the third quarter of my program out of seven uh and there's only three more weeks in this quarter which feels like it just started so um but yeah it's kind of it's midterms right now so i'm tired but um other than that uh playing the the five years i mean you could say 2020 because of the little sequel but uh spider-man 2 on playstation 5 uh came out just the other day uh so there was spider-man 2018 and then there was 2020's uh spider-man miles morales which was like a you know if the first spider-man was like 25 to 40 hours miles morales was like 10 to 15 hours so like a sequel um you know more than a dlc but less than like a full full full-on game right right. uh 
Uh, but now you get to play as both of them in uh, Spider-Man 2. But uh, it's really good. It's much harder than the original, which was kind of fun. Like forces you to be more technical while playing. Um, but uh, and it's like it feel like where like the first one felt more and I'm stealing this because somebody wrote this. It was a really good way to describe it. They're like the first one felt like a really great Spider-Man movie that you were playing in terms of the story beats and stuff. Uh, this one feels like a crazy Spider-Man comic that you're playing. Um, cause it's like starts off like insane. And it just like, you know, it's, it's the, uh, the ante is way up. You get to play as both Spider-Man, um, and, uh, you know, miles, they, they mostly control the same, but miles has like little electric powers added to his repertoire. He can kind of cloak himself and be invisible for short times and stuff. But, uh, but yeah, it's a uh, very, very good, um, probably, probably like, I don't know. It. I mean, Spider-Man is probably the most dynamic moving superhero, like of all superheroes, like because yeah. he's a grap- like a stretchy grappling hook all the time and how he like twists and contorts. So like just just moving around, you know, New York, they added a whole other like half of the map. So now you can go to like Brooklyn and Queens and stuff, too. And uh, I've always wanted to go to Brooklyn as Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're going to need your web wings instead of just your webs because the buildings oh, right. aren't as tall there. So like uh, he's got his little glider wings that are in the comic for, you know, have been in the comics for a long time, but it's fun to switch between those. To live it. Uh, yeah. You're mostly fighting. Uh, it's not a spoiler because it's right in the beginning, but you're kind of fighting um, Craven the Hunter's men mm. in this one. So, um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's really great. Highly recommend um yeah other than that nothing too fascinating nothing not to um i don't even think oh halloween movies we watched um we've been going through uh Octuki movies from the action boys's uh, month of halloween movies uh, another great podcast uh that's a patreon only podcast and uh have you ever seen either of you layer of the white worm um no it's a british uh or so and steve you you might love it especially because one of the stars a very young peter capaldi one of the doctors the scottish doctor mm. uh, he plays an archaeologist in like a very early 80s oh, okay um finds a big snake skull and realizes that there's a a snake lady that's like killing people and she's been worshiping the snake god for hundreds of years on that spot and oh, um <laughs> and it's an early hugh grant movie as well oh, wow <laughs> uh, or as my dad used to claim, I never knew if it was a joke or he actually saw a porn star, but there was a porn star that mm. he said it was named Huge Grant. <laughs> oh, right, right. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, very good. And then uh, Q, the Winged Serpent, related to our probing ancient oh, there you go. days, mm. uh, starring David Carradine, old strangle himself while coming to death himself. Right, right, right. Um, plays a cop while uh new york is getting uh ravaged by quetzalcoatl the, the winged wow. serpent who was brought back by a concurrent storyline where there's a serial killer who is um as like of aztec descent <laughs> wow. who is sacri- <laughs> willingly sacrificing people in new york um which called quetzalcoatl back to uh, oh, okay. lay eggs and um eat people so, do the whole thing yeah. yeah but they're both fun i lay fun, eggs and eat people and i'm all out of eggs yeah. wait <laughs> That's like, I should watch that with Sarah. Uh, they live uh, pretty soon here because I don't think she's ever seen it. But oh yeah, good Halloween movie as well. Um, other than that, I think 
it's Ryan's turn for the four sentence Ooh, summary. Oh, okay. hey, right, books right, right. closed. Pencils in. Uh, I mean, down. Wait, where <laughs> do we put those? Okay, oh. pull them out. Yeah. Of the... Don't sit down too fast. <laughs> I just got into sounding. Uh, four sentence summary is where one of us, off the cuff and off the beaten path, uh, has stolen a segment from uh, the Just King Things podcast five sentence summary where they do the same thing, but we did in four because uh, comic books, there's not as much to describe as a novel. So um, four sentences off the cuff, just giving a quick summary of the events of the chapters we're covering today. All right, here we go. Uh, Ryan, take it away. Yeah, that's me. Uh, okay, so first sentence, we'll, uh, we start off where the assassin assassinates sassy Julias's ass. <laughs> wow. Period. Four, uh, the four sentence alliteration. <laughs> uh, second sentence, and his boy. <laughs> that's the second sentence. That's it. He's confident. <laughs> He's got this. In. <laughs> Semicolon. Uh-huh. Damn. <laughs> Period. Uh, Expanded then, colon. <laughs> I've always wanted to do a, what do they call those? Like the incomplete sentences? The was like a special. No. no <laughs> like in grammar, when you make a sentence that's just like, and the this period like it's just that by itself oh, like what's um, that called it's like a well i mean technically it's an incomplete sentence but yeah. uh you are you thinking of a non sequitur because that's like just changing the subject randomly no no or but yeah we'll just say incomplete sentence for now but anyway <laughs> I was sentence to do three. <laughs> <laughs> i've been taught too well yeah <laughs> the grammar nazis um sentence three uh guts goes off to tell griffith that he's done the deed uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Pause intentional mm-hmm. in parentheses. Uh, <laughs> and finds out that he's Griffith is with Princess Charlotte right now talking about grand things. Period. Uh, four sentences. Right. Um, Hancock's. Uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, uh, Turismo's. Yes, 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 yeah. <laughs> I could not think of other grand things. Prees. Slams. Yeah. Slams. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Slams. Yeah. Uh, so how slam po- uh, this? Poobahs. Grand yeah. poobahs. <laughs> okay. So, so. Uh, sentence four. Uh, Guts realizes that Griffith has a dream. <laughs> and. Wow, and Martin Luther. And. <laughs> And that he wants an equal as his friend. Period. Okay. That's it. All right. What a wild ride. Wow. Um, yeah. This uh, th- this chunk of chapters is, I mean, there are, there are so many iconic moments here. Uh, Steve, I'm very curious to get your thoughts on the first, even just the first few pages. Um, of the assassin? Yeah. And uh uh just because like, you know, I I when I one of one of those um uh like I've said before on the show, when I think of Berserk, so much of what I think of is the Golden Age arc and that is likely influenced by my first exposure being the 97 anime which is mostly just that arc, but um also the fucking three movies that they made, <laughs> you know, on put on Netflix uh 2013, also the Golden Age arc all over again, but um yeah, it's uh this these chapters have are just I mean in this whole section but like these chapters are so fucking rich with like 
literally like we said it before and to an extent, but like giving, not painting the blueprint now, but giving you, giving you the impetus for what people like and know about Berserk, like giving you the origins of Griffith's whole philosophy about origins of Griffith's whole philosophy. Um, I would think their whole would have to be equal in diameter to mine. <laughs> and full of my ambition. <laughs> like a photo aperture at full capacity, taking the darkest pictures in the blackest night. It needs to be able to hold open and true and clamp down as if the sun had it's just going, it. It's going way too long. Griffith, I've never <laughs> met a man as wondrous as you. You speak like a philosopher. <laughs> <laughs> Waxing Who the hell on about steam yeah. buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Don't worry, little one. <laughs> you say steamed buttholes? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> By the way, I feel like we should. Uh, there were days that I went an entire day without a steamed butthole to eat. <laughs> <laughs> but a single lima bean kind of yeah. delivers. <laughs> Uh, I, I, by the way, I think that we a, should. Uh, is that a uh, Mickey and the Beanstalk reference? Yes, I do that <laughs> wow. as many times as I can in my life. Ever that comes up, because that 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 was a traumatizing. Oh yeah, was it a movie? Or was it, it was a short? Yeah, it was like remember. a short. It was like a half hour or something like that. Yeah, that, that thing was terrifying. Uh, it was bef- Yeah, it was before some iconic Disney movie at the time. But yeah, yeah. that fucking. That that is like the most iconic scene from that movie is them <laughs> slicing up that lima yeah. bean, yeah. <laughs> goofy just, slicing it up in like seven slices. Uh. Yeah. But uh, I was gonna say uh, I think we should you know let people know more uh, vocally that uh, <laughs> I can say anything right now, uh, but <laughs> that uh, that Steve that Steve hasn't really read Berserk until you know these these most recent chapters. Like mm-hmm. he's he's very new to Berserk. Uh, you're like very medium to Berserk and I'm very well done to Berserk. You know, like I, I've I've <laughs> yes. read everything. Yeah. I've watched everything except yeah. for the 2016 because I don't really care. I have a warm um, pink center. <laughs> yes. What <laughs> the hell? Uh, but yeah, I think because I think there was some uh, some person talking about that in, in some comment section of like, oh yeah, and there's this one podcast where like the guy oh, is completely new yes. and that's such a cool gimmick. It's like, yeah, well, we also have that. Yeah. Right, right, it was right. in a, a Reddit thread. Uh, where oh, right. the guy was he started a thread saying uh, anyone have any recommendations for Berserk podcast I'm listening to this is from July I'm listening to this one called No Guts No Glory and it's pretty good but the guys take forever to talk about Berserk and then it's like right. seven people going oh I can't believe they talk so much about other right. things Berserk <laughs> uh, and then uh, uh, yeah, some and, podcast that barely records at this point yes, that exactly. like, I love that one but yeah the one one dude makes the point that it's like oh this one podcast that like as Steve was saying like it's really good but he's only recorded like four episodes in seven years or something uh, right but it's cool because one guy hasn't read Berserk and one guy has <laughs> it's like yeah right, 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 right. we have the full too. spectrum of yeah people. exactly and we're all like, we're all on the spectrum <laughs> we were on the same page yeah. there we go yeah. Yeah, not oh. quite you two talking you two to me, but uh, <laughs> in that, or you you want to talk about fish? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so yeah, whenever I want Steve's opinion, I'm gonna be like, "Damn, Steve, you're so ignorant." Please tell me more. When you yes, want your opinion, you'll fucking ask for it. Yes. <laughs> Did you, does any um, parents ever say that to them? Say that uh, one more time. Yeah. Oh, if you want an opinion, you'll ask for it. Uh, I don't think so. I think my mom did once, but mm. probably um, at some point. Oh, welcome. Lemmy Winks 312. Wow. Been a while, I think. Oh, yeah. I remember that name. Been on, uh, on the chat. Welcome. Um, uh, oh. <laughs> he says, this guy in the blue looks like my wife's boyfriend. 
<laughs> I have uh, many wives and many boyfriends. Yes. So, you know, that's... Uh... <laughs> and he's trying to get more Spectrum, he said. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, but yeah, so the... The events of these four chapters are... I mean, this is like... I don't know. It's Poggers. Not, it's not... <laughs> it's not... It's not the only thing people like about Berserk, but it is, I mean, like one of like the top three moments that I think of and that is stuck with me when talking about, like when I tell people like who ask what Berserk is and I tell them it's like, and it like, it's like guts an extremely, <laughs> extremely dark fantasy story. Like I, I think of the, the moment where he, uh, just, instinct kills adonis right he just runs that fucking kid through oh yeah and uh and it, because i mean a it's fucked up in and of itself but like and drake is still mourning the <laughs> the uh uh the the level of guilt uh that that guts feels but just the idea of that like without without spoiling anything for the movie hereditary there's a there's a moment where the the most horrific part of the movie is the guilt of kind of an accident happening like a like a very dangerous accident happening and and that's really what's what's horrific about it not the demon stuff and ghost stuff and whatever else is in there you know and so uh, plus it's you know all about how family passes on trauma and stuff like that but um but same kind of thing where like the guilt of that moment has always been haunting to me of him stabbing that kid uh, and his reaction to it and everything and and even now like even like more subtle guts having re- a, re- a weird reaction to killing people even though we've seen him kill hundreds or thousands at this point yeah but a as, lot more emotional turmoil here yeah and as as griffith tells him in the little flashback right at the beginning here he's like he's like this is like dirty this is dirty work this, this is, is Artie lang this guts. is this is norm mcdonald uh trying to raise money for their father's surgery um yeah the movie dirty work but uh, exactly he just hands him a dvd after with Artie. Yeah. <laughs> um but uh chevy chase is in that right he's the doctor he's the doctor who has the gambling problem and then like <laughs> they, he, he's why they need money and he'll up, right. up put him up on the heart list and all that dumb that's stuff. right yeah the heart transplant <laughs> which pino lived it i mean you kind of live dirty work <laughs> Oh, it's so it's so technically true, but also so far from the truth. And that's right, right, right. right. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, so I think I mean we can just get into it. Just because yeah, there's yeah. the there's it is action packed, and even the the writing itself is action packed. I mean, the writing for Griffith in those scenes is fucking like top notch in any comic book. Like it's it's like fucking Watchmen, you know, Ozymandias speech Watchmen shit. Like it's right, fucking. Right. It's so good. And it's, and it like, uh, it really also let me like understand some, I was like, Oh, this is why he becomes as he ascends to the God hand, he becomes the Prince of longing. He's like the Prince of having a dream. And we'll get into more of that. And it's like, but, I, but I was always like, why is that Eva? And I'm like, and I, it, the answer's right there, but it's like, now yeah. it's like for some reason, this read, I just got it solidified at all. Um, mm. but, uh, yeah, I mean, we start off. I mean, he's the godfather. Griffith is the godfather at the start here. He's like, yeah. I know everything. Yeah. I had, I tipped some people off and then, you know, like yeah. he's got the inner workings, the spies working for him. And yeah, he's, he's just commanding this whole yeah. under laying out the plan, how he figured it out yeah. and yeah. then what to do. And this is all going through guts like sick looking cloaked head 
as Guts is fucking climbing on rooftops and scaling the walls and shit. I mean, this is like, I mean, Griffith or Guts is in fucking Assassin's Creed gear, except yeah. he has a six and a half foot sword on his back. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, he definitely botches the job. He's not a yeah. smooth, smooth yeah. assassin by yes. any means. He's like, hey, everyone left the room. Let's go. <laughs> well, I mean, before as Adonis is dying, he says, like, he holds down and says, Addy, are you okay? As yeah. yeah. Not a smooth criminal. You know? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> They're all criminals at this point. <laughs> well, I mean, Adonis is so attractive. I felt like a criminal right. in my mind, but exactly. Um, I mean, his name means like beautiful man or whatever. Right, right. Uh, but yeah, so Guts is in a cloak um, with just his sword um, grip and pommel poking out. Um, I get like I got to imagine that that sword not like not that it clanks around because he doesn't have like much of a a scabbard with like metal metallic things, but still it's, it's gotta be flopping on something, you know, it's gotta be. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Batman. It was, yes. <laughs> I was inspired it by this Hell's moving ass. castle shirt yeah. <laughs> that I'm wearing right now. Yes. Yeah. When Ryan walked in, I was like, I was like, Oh, you have Christian Bale on your shirt. Cause it's how yeah. Hell's moving castle. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, um, I also was cracking up when <laughs> Griffith is explaining, he's like, I want you to kill the king's brother julius and then he's like oh that guy and he's got the little thought bubble with julius's face right it, right, right it reminds me right. of like an american sunday like newspaper con like comic strip or something it's just like a garfield strip or something i don't know just i also like, feel like that could be repurposed as like one of those bad family photos where it's like yeah. the photo and then <laughs> yeah, the circle yeah, yeah. soft glow yeah, yeah. other person <laughs> he's all posed slightly nicely yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but uh yeah that was a that was like this this little part and then um which wasn't really intentional to be funny and then obviously uh after you know griffith is waxing on for 10 minutes and then charlotte's just looking at him like a, a, a idiotic seven-year-old who's just like wow and they start doing anime faces it's kind <laughs> wow. of funny but um yeah. but yeah so i love that as griffith's asking him all this uh guts is just like he's like this ain't like you. He's like, just cut to the chase and order me to do it. Like you always do, right. you know, like just, just fucking tell me to go kill this guy and I'll do it, you know? Um, and, uh, but even, even that crass talk, I love the word bubbles and everything. It, it's just, again, it's so poetic. Whoever localized this, I don't know if they were keeping the rhythm of Japanese, which can sound kind of poetic and, you know, and it's kind of like stunted rom like high syllable count, but then stunted endings of words, uh, can sound very rhythmic, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, which is like why I don't know if I'm the first person to say this, but I, I've always thought of like Japanese as like the ro the the Eastern Romance language, like of of Korean Chinese, you know, uh, Thai, whatever. But because um, just by the sheer fact it has the most syllables and the most kind of flow. But okay, um, we get it. You're a weeb. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm actually moonlighting at this teppanyaki grill sometimes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I make barf sounds when I throw the shrimp out, which is what that guy was doing. Was he really? He's like, bleh, bleh. <laughs> what are you doing? That's not appetizing. Dude. No, not it's at all. Not. I would have fired that guy if I ran. Come on, it's Halloween. So annoying. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, Barf is scary. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, guts is on the rooftop. He spies with his little eyes. Uh, Julius and little his, guys and his uh, yeah, a dad and a little guy. Uh, doing some some sword fighting training so they've got some uh they've got some little long swords some two-handed swords there and uh i mean this is already a piece of the sword report that that we'll do oh, later yeah, I was about to talk about that fucking, yeah. so kintaro miura san uh, miura sama he fucking draws 
Adonis with a massive leverage advantage <laughs> against his dad. Yeah. And they act like his dad is just fucking wrecking shop. But again, Mira doesn't know uh, about all that stuff, but it's more just like his dad's just fucking whacking, whack-a-doodling him like crazy. <laughs> Yeah. Basically, just beating his sword down with raw strength, right? Um, he's he berates his son. He's saying, "Hey, you're going to be a fucking you could be a king someday. At the very least, you're going to be royalty. You got to be you know be able to fucking fight and blah blah blah." He's really just displacing his frustration from the botching of uh, Griffith's murder. Because right? that's what kids are for. Displacing exactly. your frustration. <laughs> yeah. You come home. Your dad. Yell, your your boss yells at you. <laughs> you're a dad. And you're just at your dad's house. Your dad <laughs> yells at you. You'll yell at your son at home. Uh, but um, and this is where we learn his son's name is Adonis. Uh, we get the very strangely named for a white European man. Uh, Hassan is a kindly servant. Um, yeah. Interesting name. But he's he. Uh, <laughs> He goes up to Adonis, who's like, you know, uh, bruised and bloody from his dad. And he's basically, he basically gives the kid like the bullshit, like, hey, uh, your dad's going through a lot right now. Yeah. But don't don't be too <laughs> mad at him. It's like, fuck you. <laughs> like, you know, but um, but Guts is now reflecting on how this little scene reminds him of his own uh, connection and and just literal events, sword training with his father figure with with right the, with Pino and Pino. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh and, and then also uh, into Guts's character here, he's like, he's like, I can't be careless at a time like this. And it's like, once again, associating any emotional content in his mind <laughs> with carelessness, you know, right. we can't feel it distracting. Um, and it cuts to Julius in his, uh, you know, just cooling down from beating the shit out of his son. Uh, just picturing Griffith in his mind with burning desire. Like Griffith is literally on fire and like smiling at him. <laughs> and he's so angry. Uh, but guts is already forming out of the shadows and the artwork's really cool. Oh yeah. That is there. very neat. And, uh, also really interesting. We get a one eyed, uh, um, an artistic one eyed guts, right? He doesn't have, he has both eyes still. Um, but we see his right eye instead of his left eye. So now yep. his left eye is covered up, which I didn't know. Is that intentional? Like, cause he, cause Mira has been consistent in reflecting the black swordsman arc with always, if he shows guts with kind of only one eye in focus or whatever, or, you know, he got punched in the face or whatever, it's always that right eye that's closed and his left eye's open. But I don't know. I don't know if there's like a, maybe Anything there's like a, a Japanese uh, cultural thing where like the right. left eye represents something in right eye. I don't know. But yeah, uh, it's the focused killing eye. The I guess so. Yeah. More cerebral. <laughs> <laughs> thinking even though he fucks it up if you said that with a british accent i might have believed you a little <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> um also by the way just a general note for artwork um i want everyone to like kind of notice gus's eyebrows this mm. chapter for some reason they really stuck out to me as you know usually they're very you know either angry or stoic yeah and there are a lot of the time a lot of the times where he's like in turmoil, you can really see it in the eyebrows where they'll be like either wavy or kind of like mm. scrunched in a strange way. When he was saying, just like, tell me to, to kill the guy. Yeah. Uh, I thought his eyebrows looked really strange. And that mm. one, it's like, you can, you almost can't tell what he's actually feeling. Yeah. If he's just scoffing. Is he like, just like, ah, get it over with. Or is he like actually confused? Like what? Like, I don't know. It's, well, it's and, and Mira's art levels up again here. I don't know why just these chapters, but like, everyone's expression is more dynamic now. You everyone's know, like, faces are really hyper detailed too, yeah. and, cons- and pretty consistent. Actually. Yeah. Ex- yeah. Much more consistent than before. And this is where berserk not, it's not quite, 
but where it starts looking more like more like last 15 years berserk like the kind of more mm-hmm. modern style obviously it's changed a little now because mira is you know passed away and not drawing it anymore but also like i noticed like gambino way more detailed than we were used to seeing him in the preview like like you can see his like skull and features under he looks like fucking um uh uh what's his face the the main you know uh rutger howard's character from blade runner from the from the original blade runner right but uh right right when he's fighting uh decker yeah at the end um you know he's fighting han solo on the roof up there right right Uh, (laughs) (laughs) but uh have you seen blade runner no it's fine it's good you should watch i actually wanted to and i couldn't find it anywhere so uh oh oh. streaming i think so yeah the original one no you should watch the director director's cut there are about seven versions of blade runner and we just rented it like a month ago so it's around okay um do better and i have a blu-ray of it floating (laughs) around too somewhere oh nice nice um but guts he's he's already running at julius and uh he fucking cuts him with what the germans would call a zornhau or what uh the italians would call a dritti corpo fendente where he he fucking cuts dag just an overhead cut from teeth to knee uh through julius just slashes him through the entire center mass of his body uh julius recognizes recognizes him but quickly dies and guts looks like shocked and revolted when his fucking hand is clutching guts's cloak and then he dies like guts acts like he's never fucking killed someone before but he's never like murdered someone yeah i was gonna say this is a different kind of kill it's personal it's one-on-one in secret you know uh, again notice the eyebrows by the way when he's making that expression looking down yeah yeah uh also a little bit about the sword report we're kind of just like splicing this in here but um the the footwork you know doing a little bit of a stomp there or at mm-hmm. least some sort of you know advancing slide i i don't know if it is a slide it's kind of hard to tell with the yeah the, um the animation of that um when he does the Zornhau. uh but it's i mean that's decent he's a little yeah. far forward but then again he does have a sword that weighs probably as much as he does i don't i don't really know but yep. yeah it's it's not bad actually and we know guts is just massive arm strength arm and shoulder strength too so something i was uh, wondering um which you know in, in a lot of movies and stuff and, and horror movies where they have like knights with uh in like a big manor or something and mm-hmm. they have swords were all of those swords actually sharps and real always in like actual like world things or are those only in like media and stuff because um, i feel like that would be a bit strange to have just fully like actual swords that are sharp just mm-hmm. in the knight's armor like uh, oh no not it was. As decoration. yeah no i mean well oh, you mean like uh in the armor that's just for display yes the display oh armor. oh oh yeah i mean a lot of times um well a lot of times it would be like um a decorative sword um of some kind or even a sword shaped thing it would still be sharp it would just be more of like a decorative thing yeah and it also wouldn't be like so sharp that if you walked by it you'd like cut yourself or something like that you know okay and so um but uh and then yeah sometimes they were just formed and it was like you know metal formed into the shape of a sword or something like that if it was cheap but yeah if you go to museums in europe um a lot of the armor will actually just have like pole arms and stuff like that and not really like long swords so mm. much the law lo- the the swords would always be like equipped at some point but when you talked about like what what your average fucking knightly dude would be going and writing out with. He would, he would, they would show him with his pole arm. Cause also pole arms, much cheaper to make. You fucking pour a cast of it, shape it, sharpen it a little, you bolt it on and you're done. As opposed to 
swords have to be fucking much, you know, they have to be flexible, but stiff and this, and you know, they can't break and all that stuff. So mm. much different to make a, a flexible, but strong, thin piece of metal. Um, yeah. Let's and see. Then we cut to, uh, another person enters. Yes. The fray. Yeah. <laughs> this all happens so fast. And I'm, and I like that Mira reflects. That's the whole point of this scene is that these, this horrible thing happens so fast because guts is just running on, you know, Gr- Griffith told him, failure is not an option and literally no one can see your face like you cannot right. fuck this up and you cannot have witnesses of any kind and yeah, so he didn't wait for the perfect time he didn't wait yeah. two days three days some you know moment okay he's gonna be here it's just like i'm gonna go find him and when no one's around i'll just do it yes. and then that just turns into a big clusterfuck yes uh yeah and no that, that's a great point because because <laughs> yeah it's like yeah most assassinations as we saw with you know julius and his crossbowmen yeah, there was a lot of planning involved. There was like conversations and this, oh, we got to talk about the timing and this and whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the and, specific uh, poison in that. I mean, again, he would have been dead if it wasn't for the Behalit. Right. But, um, <laughs> in its classic Eastern European Slavic. Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that was a lot of. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, the str- Romanians invented Uno. A lot of people think. Exactly. You yeah. know, they just called it uh, Onu. And yeah, yeah, then it yeah. changed over time. <laughs> oh no! It got oh, its own reverse. The card. Oh no! Play. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so immediately, just stabs through this thirteen-year-old child, inch like pins him to the wall, and his um, sword is in the wall. I didn't notice this yes. the first time reading this. Oh, his yeah. sword went through the wall, yeah. like the. Br- I'm assuming this is just stone or brick. Right. Like yeah. that's that's crazy. Now, we get some. I mean, speaking of like good, you know, good facial drawings and stuff, but this is where I started calling Adonis Lil Ryan. Lil, Lil Ryan <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> through guts here. Through uh, guts and that's not a rap name. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you want Lil it to be. I, mean, I, could, I could go right now. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, fucking I like this got like, like, did you what? Did, what were you thinking in this moment, Steve? Oh, it was again, just like, oh, this is a classic fuck up, right? He didn't really he. He was overconfident in his abilities to apply it to this type of kill, which is not what he's accustomed to, right? He's like battlefield. Yeah. I know how to use a sword, but again, even just the fact he brought his own sword, I'm like, that's a fuck up in itself. Like it's so identifiable (laughs) that he's the only one that can use this. Like, why are you bringing that fucking thing with you? (laughs) Covering your face is not that important when you are the only dude that has a body length uh, right giants yeah Yeah. (laughs) like that's what you're known for that's your thing um so it 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 just made sense right it's like oh oh, shit and then just all these oh shit moments to like okay now i'm effing up a situation everyone's gonna get pissed what's gonna happen after so that just stress you know classic story movie whatever um where yeah someone just fucks up and it just keeps getting worse yeah i uh i remember when i first was watching the 97 anime, which is my first exposure to Berserk. When this happened, that this was like one of the rare moments that it, like I actually my jaw like hit the floor. I was like, what? Like this is where I knew that this because you know the Black Swordsman arc that you see in the first episode is uh it's it's fucked up, but like it skips over, you know, guts um trick fucking the the apostle snake gal. Um, right. And then blowing her away with the cannon, right? Uh, that kind of cold open. It just goes to him uh, walking through the town and you know fighting the bar, the bar flies, and then 
Snake Man himself, but uh, in uh, was it Coca Cola Castle? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Coca Castle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Diet. And so it's like, okay, I mean, he fought a monster. This, but like, if it would have opened with that, like, fake fucking, and then that, I would have been like, oh wow, like I might have had this. Might have been a little less like intense, but when this happens, this is when I was like, when I told people about Berserk after that, I was like, it's a really dark like fantasy show, and they're like, they're like, oh okay, and I'm like, no, no, it's like like trauma like it'll fuck you up like like shit happens and and i think and even more than events that happen later i mean obviously that's included but like this 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 was the most shocking one because it's like you just i mean most people just love guts so much you know and then he does this where you're just like it actually makes you realize oh like not that not that he's perfect you never thought he was perfect or anything but it's like he fucked up so bad and he knows he fucked up so bad and then it just moves on from it so quickly, you know, like, and, and I mean, he, he tries, like, it was, I, it was like, it's heartbreaking when he just, all he can say is like, Hey, and like hold the kid's hand as he's dying. And what a mind fuck for that kid in the last like four seconds of his life to like be, you know, stealth killed by this massive sword and this dude running out of him, not knowing why. And then that guy trying to comfort you and like calm you down as you fucking die. Like, it's yeah. just, uh, yeah <laughs> it's a lot and also uh another note on the artwork whenever you see the eyes um lose the actual um what is that called the pupil, pupil yeah. yeah uh that's it's usually a sign of someone going berserk not not actually trying going to guts. you know i mean going guts <laughs> yeah my bad guys uh and you see that a lot in this chapter i mean you see when he stabs uh adonis his yeah. eyes just completely go all fuzzy um, and then after he stabs him during like in the recovery when he's going to Griffith later yeah. and he's just looks zoned out as heck. And yeah, it's 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 not good for him. It's like <laughs> um, it's it's a it represents like a disassociative kind of state where like your your brain is your mind is in shock in a way or this can't be happening. Basically. Yeah, like yeah. like because like, well, but then like you have like uh, Griffith's hawk eyes, right? Where yeah. those are all it's 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 this weird like. It kind of evokes the the lizard brain, like your amygdala, right? Like your pure fight, flight, or flee response. Like it's like when your eyes, the humanness of your eye goes away, it's because you are like in this state of primal being at that moment, right? You're not thinking, you're just pure, you're pure feeling, whether it's fear or murder or you know rape or whatever stuff. But uh, yeah, but yeah, and, and but then he doesn't have time to fucking think because all the <laughs> all the fucking knights <laughs> to Steve's point. They're already, hey, what's going on up there? Yeah, <laughs> we yeah. just heard a massive sword stab Plank. through stone b- uh, <laughs> uh, blocks. Right, like broke half our castle with that right, swing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way, as the uh, the person who has read all of Berserk, uh, this is guts. This is guts uh, tutorial for the Lost Children arc. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> don't don't look uh, that up yet, guys. Wait until it happens. But yeah, that's uh, all right. So yeah, we're we're back with it's the just knights. him. It's just him having a goes through a phase where he has wet dreams and he just laments he just has dreams where all the little sperms that could have been children they're just lost <laughs> to the, the dirt you know um yes they're trying to get him because of his brand you know and then he thinks about his son for some reason I don't know. <laughs> yeah. he was so nice to that boy um yes. but anyway uh the knights come up the stairs are like hey what, what's going on up there? and and uh this this scene is really cool the the dynamics of the art is cool where he just fucking like triple kills um the dudes while he's running down the stairs and uh uh and as as much as i want to say 
Griffith can just not be affected by things and move forward and do the right thing. I mean, Guts Guts has learned well from Griffith, right? Like keep your keep the goal in mind. That's all that matters. Just do what is you know what's needed to be done. Um, I do like even though another little sword report thing. Guts, uh, sadly for sword nerd like me, he never uses the back edge of his sword, the the short edge or the false edge. Uh, of his sword, uh, which again, it's arbitrary because whichever way, if you have a symmetrical blade with two edges, you, nobody's marking like, a, oh, I, I put the red side of the grip on the front. So it's always, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at least when he's doing left, left um, sided cuts, I like how he draws his hands crossing as they would, as opposed to in most things, you just see guys, their arms just stay straight and they just go X, X, X. Like they just cut like this, where he is, he is um, crossing his hands as you would to get torque and everything with a two-handed blade. So I do yeah. appreciate that, despite him um, never actually using the back edge, as far as I can remember. But and I'm pretty sure the knee slide is a canon move, uh, according yes. to Master Fiori. Exactly. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, they they invented knee pads during the Renaissance for the first time. Yeah, so. they invented knees too. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, they knew that those knee pads would someday be used. By people with uh, chainless chainsaws at Not Scary Farm and fur, right. wax them up and slide on the ground. Peak spooky season. Exactly. <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, it cuts back to Hassan, who is lamenting um, Adonis's death, and it's as he, you know, guts is already kind of long gone from that area of the little stair tower at this point. But Mir does a great job of like Hassan is saying this boy never once got to make his father smile, like, like never made his father proud of him, which is pretty sad. And then cuts to guts, cuts to guts mm-hmm. um, <laughs> as he escapes. And again, total, total fucking shit show. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like he's like, he's kind of like, <laughs> there's even that one scene where he's just like, like pulling his hood over one eye. Right. Uh, they can't see me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <clears throat> they can't see me now. Uh, at least half of me. Um, it's like when you crouch in like an assassination <laughs> game and they're like, oh man, where'd yeah. he go? <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. this I don't know why this scene with the, the trees reminded me of like a Dora episode where oh, it's like, yeah. we have to go yeah. over the castle wall, <laughs> under the branches, like through the sewer. Donde esta lo casere? But uh, <laughs> what did you just say? <laughs> that is me and Steve's classic yeah. Oh, yeah. Japanese and Spanish because they are yeah. both romance languages. Yeah, a lot of syllables, uh, a lot of a lot of R rolling, but um, not JK rolling. <laughs> uh, El yeah, yeah. <laughs> Los Griffiths, mi amor. Si, como no. Si, si. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I want to see your kimono. Please open. Yes, it up thank there. you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so. Uh, you know, Guts is escaping stealthily with his massive sword that only he uses. Oh yeah! Speaking of which, sorry, did you guys see the window shot after? Or sorry, the the sewer shot. Yeah. It just looks like he has a comically like large stretch sword that yes, just keeps. I know. Going. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't think that's supposed to be. Oh, and and the stretch sword comes back again on the little intro page of um, departing for the front or whatever it's called. The chapter that we'll cover in a little bit. Oh okay. His sword is like. It looks like it's nine feet long and it's about twenty percent thinner in that scene. But uh, it's a grower. A piece of <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh it was a warm day. It's lengthened out. But um but yeah, so he's he's okay, he runs right. into the he escapes into the sewers and um Hassan is lamenting about Adonis and whatever, and then and it cuts to guts lamenting about 
Gambino, right? He's kind of date. I don't know if he's he, real dreaming or dating. He hit his head on a, a stone right, and then he's knocked out convenient. In a haze. Or he can yes. kind of have a flashback. Uh, oh, is it, did he get knocked? I missed that. He did. Yeah. Oh, it's, okay. it's very, it's weirdly he, drawn. He like, hits his head on the, it, the ground or it's something. It's very right. accented, the splash part of it, oh. but not the thud of. Yeah. It's like the eye slowly closing, then the water. Mm, yes. Okay. Got it. Okay. Well, that makes more sense. And yes, it's very convenient so that he can have his. Uh, daddy issue flashback so yeah he he remembers when he was training with gambino and gambino was being way too hard on him in training and and even you know and you know implying too that like a it could just be displacement or whatever but for gambino i think it was like oh i think this kid actually might get better than me someday i can't ever let that happen in front of the in front of the boys you know and so uh gambino and him are fighting but then old mr zod classic zod move uh approaches the little training on the hill uh again in this in this um concussed dream uh and zod immediately skewers gambino and little little kid guts and then guts finds out that he is zod and has killed uh his daddy and his child self it's because well, like, he's the monster who just killed the daddy there it is there it is the baby. that is such a cool shot of him like where he's more kind of morphed into he's enough guts so the reader knows you know who he is but that's the that's the kind of flash awake moment when he realizes his own face um it also looks like he's just going like hey, hey, hey like he's like doing like a super villain laugh at what he's just done but or like he's uh, touching his face and again the eyebrows really expressive here yeah, like yeah. he could be doing that or he could be like just terrified yeah. that he's feeling what he feels right now they're like classic renaissance like devil demon eyebrows you know in a painting oh, yeah. but um uh, <laughs> this is i think that this is what they would say is the the <laughs> Oh my gosh, my brain farted. The least, uh, the least terrifying Disney movie dream, like this, oh. this kind of shit. I would imagine, like, just some main characters, like, wow. Well, I guess the character was drunk or something. That's the elephants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is again. That that's a callback to like the first or second episode of Probing Ancient Aliens. For some reason, we got onto a a, a runner. Or I think that was beer there. Or beer there, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. like we were goofy. And it was like, oh, that's a lot of cum. That's a lot of like, yeah. something like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so he he barfs slash spits up some blood. I'm guessing it's from his head injury. Makes more sense now. Or it's because he was so revolted by his dream and the guilt. Yeah, just whatever. puking. You guys um, in the corner puking his guts out. I, I kind of like, I mean, there's been like two or three times now where Mira kind of leaves it ambiguous as to like, why is he barfing basically and and they do tend to happen at like oh this episode on why is he barfing <laughs> uh it's a new a terrible season yeah exactly um but uh, but i do like that he's left it kind of ambiguous because it could be seen oh yeah well he's you know he hit his head hard so he's gonna get up and barf because of you know vertigo or whatever or it's just like he played rage cage he's so <laughs> overwhelmed uh that he vomits but um we also see now that he caught an arrow or crossbow bolt in the upper arm so he is Injured, but for guts, that's just a very, that's, you know, a little scrape for him. But um, back in uh, the castle town, the uh, the key members of the Taka no Don, the band of the Hawk, they're living the good life in a, uh, uh, a rough and tumble tavern. Looks The food looks really good, though, being that yeah. medieval times dinner and tournament food. But, the tavern uh, also kind of <laughs> looks nice. I mean, yeah. it, it doesn't, like, the, the overhead shot that it's giving us is not, like, some, like, one-story, like, nothing. It's it's a high-ceiling chandelier. Yeah. like, this is this is a nice place. It looks like the um the beer tents in the actual Oktoberfest in Germany that Steve and I and Sam right. went to. 
Um, they're big on the chandeliers over there. But oh, yeah. how are you going to dress them up nice? Yeah. Um, Corcus is fucking hard as fuck at having all these perks. He's living, you know, he's he's stoked at living the good and life. Still no bitches. <laughs> yeah, he gets to relax. <laughs> and uh, uh, Guts wanders in as Corcus talks shit on Guts, and Guts just kind of uh, in a stunned state asks Costco where Griffith is. And he just like leaves to go find him on the the fountain tier of the castle, right? So it's like nothing much happens in this little tavern scene, except you ca- you realize later like it didn't really make a huge point of it here, but something changes in Casca here when she sees guts because of how she reacts later, right? So, well, very shortly actually. So, uh, the castle stairs guts is is, is uh, guts is is down towards the bottom of the stairs, and when these stairs have like um supernaturally like expanded i think for artistic effect too because we've seen <laughs> these stairs and like you know whatever before but um but griffith is up there with charlotte in front of this beautiful film they're having a fucking they've they snuck away from the hustle and bustle of the party that's going on uh is it being thrown in griffith's honor is that the whole thing or uh, or it's just a, or she says it's just to distract people from the war right it's just I, a big, yes rich, i think so rich yeah. party but um uh but yeah we uh charlotte's holding his fucking hand Koskin and uh, guts are looking at that Costco, of course is surprised um Casca gives all the real reactions here because guts is just totally you know kind of uh in another yeah. world yeah but um uh and this is where precious things starts that's the piece of art i was talking about where yeah, that's a, guts that's a, a sword is like a, a giant needle <laughs> uh, yeah because it's not even very wide it's just yes. very long yeah his cross uh his cro- you know cross guard uh somehow got way fatter than the blade itself where usually it's kind of like a, a Norman Viking sword level where it's only like proportionally like 10% bigger than the, the width of the blade. Whereas your kind of Renaissance sword, um, you're looking at, you know, at least a few inches on four to five, sometimes six inches on each side depends, but, uh, he gains the thickness later. Yeah. (laughs) Old girthy guts. Um, and uh yeah so they're having a little date night here also how come that first panel looks like leonardo DiCaprio? oh yeah, yeah. what uh, in the in the first uh panel of precious thing there's yeah. like some right. random <laughs> and he just looks like i don't yeah. know in the yeah, kind of like Django Unchained. Uh, yeah, yeah media yes, wide shot yeah exactly <laughs> yes I, I know how he looks in that <laughs> i guess everyone looks like DiCaprio almost or at least these mm. these two or three dudes do um yeah. but uh but yeah, so, you know, big, big rager, um, uh, aristocracy is dancing with each other. And then it cuts to, uh, I mean, early mermaid, uh, foreshadowing here. Oh, true. <laughs> true. Uh, in, uh, with the fountain here. But, uh, so they're in front of this mermaid fountain and this entire conversation, it's like, they've, they've alluded to things they've. You know, there's been one or two key lines or whatever, a little speech here, a little speech there. But like this, this speech it to, to Charlotte and overheard by guts is what truly sets everything a, that happens in the story. Right. I mean, this is like the fucking final unlock of the, of the events that then the dominoes that then fall down. Right. Um, and, uh, it's like the dumb meme where it's like, there's the little domino and the big domino and like, you know, little dominoes, like dominoes raises pizza prices on large. And then it's like the big dominoes, like second tower falls of non, non, oh, <laughs> people like to think these non sequitur fucking things, but, uh, <laughs> Martin Luther King is assassinated or something, but, um, but yeah, this Griffin is, this is not a dream. This is the, li- 
<laughs> that was good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Griffith, Griffith Luther King Jr. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, he is. Um, she, well, first Charlotte, you know, fucking. Oh, I don't like warfare. I think it's icky. Like again, she's you know she's but for modern warfare. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cod2 was great (laughs) you give me a new headset griffin i prefer the dynamism of the battlefield series turtle rock headsets um have you ever (laughs) have you ever played asynchronous multiplayer I wanted to get into Left for Dead, but I didn't like the violence of the zombies. <laughs> Split um, screen makes me nauseous. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so, um, sorry. Oh yeah, this opens up, and so Casca approaches Guts, and because we haven't actually seen what happens with Charlotte Griffith, I skipped a little bit. Casca approaches Guts, and she's much more, uh, even though she was irritated with him, because in the tavern she was like our team, you know, our fucking crew was supposed to have practice today or whatever, like, you know, some sort of skirmish, you know, uh, scrimmage skirmish. And, uh, there's gotta be a root, a key root word there, like some sort of, um, sex, you know, Anglo-Saxon root word to skirmage and scrimmish. It's gotta be very similar. Anyway, <laughs> probably cabbage, up, but, uh, yeah, I think it's cabbage, but, um, uh, that's the shared root word. <laughs> yep. <laughs> maybe, maybe potato. Or carrot, I don't know, but, yep. uh, yeah, she's very like, calm with guts even though she was irritated because you know fucking 10 times over now in the past chunk of chapters we've only seen her basically just be silent or pissed off at guts for uh, not not being a team player basically and 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 also obviously jealous that griffith is more obsessed with guts than any of his other um commanders or leadership team so she goes up to him he's in a daze she says hey don't fucking go up there you're going to embarrass him. Like, like Cosca even knows this is like a key moment. Uh, plus it's just kind of like Stop even cock blocking, even, man. yeah, right. even though she's in love with Griffith, um, she is saying like, Hey, don't go cock block him right now. He's doing right. Cause it's more on the line. Yeah. Then it's cock block. It's societal. It's all these things. He's, Griffith don't be is seen. Yeah. He's, he's going to make a, a move here. Right. And so, um, but she goes up to guts and she's like, here, I need this and grabs one of his daggers from his, uh, his belt. And she cuts off a piece of cloth and then wraps his, um, you know, she treats his, his, uh, crossbow bolt wound on his arm vertical for results. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so this is where, yeah, Charlotte now talks about being a pacifist and Griffith reveals key thing. Number one, he waxes poetic about like, Cause she's like, you know, like, or he, he, he quotes Charlie. He's like, Oh, you know, you said that, Oh, is all do all men want is bloodshed all the time. And he says, he's like, it's not all they want, but men do fight for precious things. Right. And long story short, Griffith says the most precious thing that men can fight for is a dream. And then it's, you know, this is, this is just like, again, the, the, the dialogue here, everything's very poetic. Everything's very tight. Uh, and while also being very ethereal, I mean, this, this whole scene is done really well in the anime too. They got fucking, you know, um, uh, Susumi Hirasawa's music going, all that shit. And, um, uh, even though this scene begins with the track that I always skip, which is like the party or like whatever it's called, it's just all mm-hmm. the courtly people dancing. Cause it's just normal kind of fucking court music, but, um, not like b-ball court, but like, you know, 
medieval renaissance yeah. victorian era kind of court music uh chamber music as it were um i keep losing this button ah so griffith talks about how the most important thing that men fight wars for is a dream and this is where i was like oh griffith is like the epitome of like narcissism right like he's obsessed with his dream he's obsessed with like uh, grandiosity is like one of the essences of narcissism of a narcissistic personality disorder and i never realized like how much someone's concept of their dream that they're striving for can be something so ultimately evil and self-serving and costing other yeah. people dearly you know where it's like because 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 the when you think of the word dream most people think of, of a positive good, yeah, yeah. some some you know you're sleeping you're having these magical experiences in your head like or just a dream's like a positive thing like a goal in someone's life yeah yeah, it's, yeah. oh it's always been my dream to go here or do this exactly, or that yeah. and it's usually like oh yeah that's great it's my bucket. Uh, it's on yeah. my bucket list. To be at the <laughs> my bukkake list. Bukkake funnels <laughs> uh, <laughs> at a Japanese uh, maid cafe. But yeah. um, uh, oh, so I thought somebody was actually. Uh, nah. It's a spam post in the uh, Twitch. Oh, area. great. Um, <laughs> hello. Sorry for bothering you. I wanted to offer promotion for your channel. <laughs> uh, but anyway, bukkake. Um, also, uh, too late for this, but uh, good night, Grove Snake. He wrote that a while ago. He's going to bed. Um, but yeah, so. Griffiths and you know we'll continue here he also has this great line uh there are also dreams which like storms devour tens of thousands of other dreams which that's like that's some Hitler shit you know <laughs> like whether they are snuffing dreams out by murdering people or whether those tens of thousands of people give up their dreams for this greater dream right and so this is this is really Mira talking about um you know, an individual aspiration for the self being much more of a positive, you know, like a little, you know, a little more guts and a little less Griffith, right? You know, guts, guts actually though finds balance here because as he overhears Griffith saying this stuff, that's what we get this change in guts and the impetus for what will happen in the next few chapters, which is a major change to, um, to the overall tone of the story and all sorts of crazy stuff. Uh, uh, welcome mid ZT 78 who wrote sick, a berserk podcast. So yes, welcome to no guts, no glory. Uh, yes. the berserk podcast. We, uh, if you found us just on Twitch or yeah, we post on all your favorite podcast services every two Mondays, every other week. Uh, we cover a few chapters at a time in publication order, lots of gross humor, lots of cum talk, but lots of deep insight into old guts and Griffith themselves. But, um, but yeah, so, uh, Griffith be dreaming. Griffith be <laughs> dreaming, uh, and Charlotte gonna be screaming because she, she going she gonna be whoa, whoa, getting whoa, that whoa, deep whoa, But yeah, whoa. so making that connection here too is like why again it's it's it kind of was staring me right in the face. But you know, really reading this for the purpose of discussing it on a podcast for applying literary critiques and things I learned you know way back in undergrad and things like that, um, and just understanding narratives better and you know whatever. But like really making the connection of like, Oh, this is, this is where Griffith is describing why he will become the Prince of longing. Like that's what he, that's what femto of the God hand is, right? He is the King of desire. And it's, it's Mira saying, Hey, the search, the, the search for grandiose outcomes is inherently evil, you know? Um, 
and uh, not spoiling anything, but I mean, basically what Game of Thrones was about too. <laughs> you know, it's what a lot of a lot of stories of a of a anyone who lusts for power, right, has. And ultimately, to be a little more like Guts, who who only he doesn't want to fuck with anyone else. He just wants to. He just wants to be perfect at something. At yeah, he skill, just wants to battle. Right? Yeah. yeah, he wants to be perfect at a skill. He wants to feel it's what makes him feel good about himself. It's what validates him. So there, there's some balance there. You don't want to just be obsessive and mindless, but that's also part of what's going on here in this scene, right? So, um, Oh, and also, uh, yeah. as as Griffith is saying, like like a really cold line, and then Charlotte's looking up at him like, oh, God. Yes, that, that's then, where, yeah. <laughs> and then Griffith has like a moment of like, boom, oh mm-hmm. shit i should probably say it's like yeah. it's like the it's anime like faces adding, come in yeah <laughs> it's he's like forgive me i've chattered on so that's like the medieval way of like adding lol at the end of a really terrible yeah, message yeah. Yep. it's like i hope you die in a fucking fire yeah. lol yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> uh, um but yeah so that that the little the only other, like moment of levity here is is uh charlotte looked like a fucking care bear <laughs> just staring up at him just like uh but but she's, you know, as she corrects him quickly, like she's in awe of him, right? So um, she, this is where she talks about how wondrous of a man he is. And even though he's common born, he talks like a philosopher and whatever. But uh, anytime um, he had a blow, uh, nope. a leaf, a leaf, a leaf, a leaf. Um, and then yeah, another fucking great line. A man should envision, envision such a lifetime once a life spent as a martyr to the God named dream, which is like. Man, if that's not foreshadowing, that's like five shadowing, I think. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> real quick, uh, our new Twitch uh, 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 chatter here uh, says, if you guys had to pick any character besides Guts and Griffith, which would be your favorites? Also, if you can explain it a little bit. We have talked about this before. I think it would be Pink Guts. And when his, when his hair gets really big uh, and he gets his staff, I think that was the one. Exactly. Uh, no, I think I think you, Ryan, said Judo. Yes, Judo is my favorite, uh, at least currently with what people are aware of. Um, that's And maybe even still with the later stuff. But mm. yeah, uh, quick summary. He's just a cool guy. Uh, he's, he's the mediator, but he's also seems like a warm, like a scene becomes warmer whenever he enters it. Um, and it feels like, you know, that this is Griffith's or, or sorry, Guts's introduction to a family again. Right. Yeah. That, that's what he kind of re- represents for me. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. What about Steve. You, Steve. I can't remember. I feel we answered this before and I, I genuinely can't remember well, what I said. Chance to think about it again. I think yeah. it was, Han, uh, yeah. was your favorite. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because you like saying Hassan chop while you karate. Exactly. Uh, yeah. I can't remember. And I don't know. We're We're in it. We'll get Steve enough. to think about. I don't know. Um, Zod. Let's go Zod. There you go. It's <laughs> <laughs> a cool uh, looking cat. <laughs> Steve, big on aesthetics. Um, big on cats. No, I no. really, um, I don't know. Let's see. I want to give a, like, a fake answer of someone that I'm, um, the characters I'm, like, most intrigued by is there are, there's a glimpse at some point in the series, I can't remember where, that there was a previous God Hand. <laughs> Uh, and the designs yep. of those characters are fucking cool. And I wish like there's bare, like Mira spends like no time on it. There's only like one or two little panels where you actually see them. That'll and be I, the Disney plus. Spin and I get, series. and I get so fucking intrigued by though. Cause they look so far and void is the only one that's still there, but um, it's the, yes. the mainstay. But, but then I'm like, what happened to them? <laughs> right. Why are they no longer the God hand? You know what I mean? Like, are they well, the two universe, hands? Whatever? I mean, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Maybe they're righties and lefties, <laughs> no. but um um 
I would say for my real answer, uh, in addition, I would say I'm trying to think. I mean, I'm torn. It's it's easy to say Casca because I mean, even from just like a uh, if you want to do like a feminist critique kind of thing, she she is um, definitely is a like the, the paradox of the '90s where female characters were starting to have more impetus and uh, thoughts for themselves. They were passing the Bechdel test where, you know, the Bechdel test is like a movie or TV show thing where how long is it before two female characters start talking about a male character? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the longer, if it's like more than a few minutes or like 10 lines or something, they pass the test where it shows that those female, char- female characters actually have thoughts and motivations of their own without the dude in the movie or whatever. But um it, in terms of who I am always intrigued by on screen, um, <laughs> I think it would have to be Shirk later on. Like, I, I have such a a warmth for Shirk. Like when she, especially as 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 the Berserk armor kind of not that it's an arc in and of itself, but when the Berserk armor comes into play and that whole dynamic happens, which I won't spoil for Steve, I I feel like that's like the first time in a long time that I always feel very like. She's like, um, uh, like not that this is all she is, but she's like the cute kitten or puppy in the thing where she's so, you want her to succeed and she's so young, but she's so determined. She's like a, she reminds me of like, um, uh, like a poem and Porum from final fantasy four, very old reference, but like they were two little twin wizards that would like, could like do this insane destructive magic. Um, mm. and, uh, there's a part I won't spoil that happens in there too, but anyway, I'd probably have to say sure, just because. Also, like, it just changes so much when she comes in because it's now it's just like D&D magic coming into the story as opposed to like Clive Barker, you know, fucking uh, is it Clive Barker that did the the uh, Cenobites and stuff? Uh, yeah, I think Hellraiser. Instead of instead of like horror movie magic and demonic magic, it's like nature magic. So it's this whole this whole other dynamic. So definitely uh, I would say sheer. I mean, Casca, I would say she, yes, but she's she's kind of the boring answer. And because for obvious reasons, we don't get much more <laughs> into Casca's mind uh, pretty soon after this. So she's a technically Ooh. almost like a short lived character until more recently. So um, I hope yes. that answers your question. Midzy T 78. Thank you for the, the little interlude here, but um, get ripped back to the fountain. Yeah. Was that your uh, like rewind noise? Yeah. It was, <laughs> rip, it was rip. My, my, my really half-assed one. <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, now here is something that, guts it it just fucking like it all clicks for guts when griffith says this but also as the reader this is where you realize oh yeah well this is where griffith and guts like each other is because guts already feels like this but he doesn't really know he feels like this when griffith says ultimately to be born and to then simply live for no better reason and then this would be like parentheses than being born i can't abide by such a lifestyle so this is where like griffith lays out he takes the unconscious in guts and makes it conscious he says like you know he's not he doesn't even know guts is there but he's guts guts is like holy shit that's been this gnawing feeling at me for so long this is like this kind of inner conflict i've had for a long time and i think guts is realizing like oh shit like yes my sword kind of gives me meaning and fighting kind of gives me meaning but he he's better with words and he actually laid out what that I I shouldn't just be doing this just because, which is kind of what he's doing right now. So, yeah. um, cause yeah, we get these like just, just the epiphany moment, um, in guts, face right there. And then this is the fucking, 
This is the grand poobah. This is the grand slam. This is the um, grand dragon in the KKK. No, that's the bad one. Um, what were the other grands you guys said earlier? I can't Turismo. Remember. Grand Turismo. Uh, yeah. Pre. Uh, there you go. Yeah, this is the Grand Prix of them all. Grand Grand Prix come. Where Griffith says, uh, he he's talking about, you know, because Charlotte's like, oh, your men must all be charmed by this amazing charm, and they're charmed by you and they follow you, whatever. And and he goes, he goes, Yes, they're amazing. They're an amazing crew of, of dudes. Um, but he's like, but he's like, they're not really friends. And he's like, to me, a friend is but something else. And I'm going to quote, it's a long quote. Someone who could never depend on another's dream. Someone who wouldn't be compelled by anyone, but would determine and pursue his own reason to live. And should anyone trample that dream, he would oppose him body and soul. Even if the threat were me, I almost said, even if the treat were he myself, (laughs) myself, uh, even if the threat were me myself, what I think a friend is, is one who is my equal. And this is like... Guts' fucking universe is just totally shifted. He's in another fucking realm now. He's through the looking glass. And this artwork is so good where uh, Guts and Griffith are spotlit. But Gr- so Griffith is just like ascendant, you know, here. Uh, you can't, you know, it's, it's just them on the stairs. But the the spotlighting is such that uh, he he's like a god up there. And Griffith is just, or uh, Guts is just down there, like, in awe of it. Even though, mm-hmm. again, not to spoil it, but even though this will change things forever, this, this, um, this fire being finally sparked, uh, in guts as to, um, what kind of his goal in life, what his purpose should be all that, even the concept of having a purpose (laughs) as opposed to not just fucking, you know, swinging his thing around, which he says later on, uh, as much as he wants. But, um, like reading this, like the, the psychological part of it where it's like, okay, Griffith is clearly being a little bit narcissistic here, but mm-hmm. at the same time, it's, it's like a twisted version of that because he is saying stuff that makes a lot of sense, right? Like yeah. in a, in a yeah, good yeah. relationship with a friend or a partner, you want to grow together yeah. and like, you don't want to compromise your ideals for your own greatness. Yeah. Uh, even if it's for your own like closest person's sake, but like, then he twists that to make it mainly be like, it's about him right. and it's about what his dream is the storm that's going to consume a thousand dreams yes. or something. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was, pr- that was pretty interesting to me because it's like, it makes sense a little bit, but then yeah. just enough to irk you the wrong way. And then guts reaction really helps like, Oh wait, this is kind of fucked up. Like uh, just a little bit. So, well, and it's like, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's partly guts. I didn't take it, which doesn't mean you're wrong. I didn't take it as guts thinking it's fucked up. I guts took it as a, Oh, I should be thinking more like this. Cause I don't think like this at all, but also this is why Griffith is different from us. You know, like th- this is how we are different, even though guts is like, Whoa, like this is, this is mind shift, like paradigm shift yeah. for him. He's just seen another personal side of him as well right he's like oh we're actually getting into his mind and how he's thinking yes. which is a big puzzle for everyone but to your point ryan uh yeah like villain you can't if you make a villain a pure blob of evil no one's gonna care like you know what i mean like you have to especially if you want to make like a tragic villain right one who was a uh a villain that is the goes through like the fall right the the, the fall and rising again as a villain or whatever but um, falling from grace, whatever you want to say, um, we st- we have to be able to connect with Griffith enough to give a shit about him, right? 
to or to at least understand why guts and Casca and them give a shit about him. Uh, even though, again, we know what happens, but like, I can't, it makes, it makes me wonder, it would be so cool to go back in time, uh, go through a series of surgeries to convert myself to a Japanese boy, get, get citizenship, move to Japan and read berserk from day one. Uh-huh. And then think about this question, even though I probably forgotten who I am in my own future. Um, also, I mean, God, <laughs> over 10 years, I'd be like 50 trying to be a Japanese boy, which I mean, that's not going to, yeah, I got Italian skin <laughs> and jeans and whatever. But anyway, so, um, Ooh, he's wearing them Italian jeans. <laughs> Those are the <laughs> nicest ones. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, it would be so cool to read the story for the first time and think like, God, do I even remember the black swordsman and the, and the God hand first? Cause that seems like so long ago at this point. And in, mm. And in this, in the years of the the manga, it's like years at that point. So is anyone like, is everyone just thinking of present day Griffith or are they remembering that he's a fucking ultimate Satan like villain, you know, by the end of this. But, uh, anyway, um, Casca is, uh, is kind of miffed here. She's not really pissed. She's just kind of sad and concerned again. She's, you know, she's got jealousy of Charlotte. She's got jealousy of even guts because guts is just sitting there zoning out to Griffith and having a religious experience with what Griffith is, you know, proselytizing about. But, um, but, uh, but I mean, no one's paying attention to her. (laughs) So she's all bummed. And, uh, 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 a random maid kind of breaks the, uh, this, this, uh, ethereal moment and screams for princess Charlotte saying your uncle Julius has been murdered. And, uh, Charlotte's freaking out. And then it cuts to old Griffith, old master femboy himself. And he's got the, the look of satisfaction. He's the, he's the cat that ate the canary. He's the alligator that ate a pig. This is where he's, you play the, uh, the <laughs> Homelander theme right here. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah he's thinking of um, uh, sucking breast milk out of his boss's uh, uh, chest. Right. Um, right now. But uh, which I guess would be the king at this point. So he's going <laughs> to go, go breastfeed off the king. But, um, oh, okay. I thought you were going to say something else, but <laughs> all right. <laughs> oh boy, Lord, Lord Griffith, I only have one nipple, and it's downstairs. Um, but anyway, so Guts walks away uh, and leaves Casca on the stairs, and we head into the last, uh, the set, the, the the penultimate chapter of this episode, Departure for the Front. It's a very short one. Um, really awesome art. The fucking crest of a. Uh, uh, Midland, the fucking explanation of the tower and all this stuff. Uh, the knights, the castle, all the shaded and geometric glory of this artwork. It's uh, the the shaded artwork is like starting to because a lot of the shaded artwork I didn't think looked as good as the regular artwork in the earlier chapters, but it's starting to kind of be good enough in its own right to be really, really um, to stand on its own. But uh, he hmm. is uh, sorry, Minister Foss is there. <laughs> the little, the little bald. Not one-eyed man, but the one-eye, or you know, I don't know, the the heavy-lidded man, we will say. Um, and uh, he and Griffith are having a fucking, a very, like, Victorian-esque little game of word tennis, where everything is about, like, the unsaid and, you know, covert messaging and uh, um, uh, motioning towards things, but never coming out and saying it. And, you know, he's like, oh, you're going out there for this, and... And Griffith's like, well, yes, you know, now that Master Julius is dead, uh, we, we're the only ones that can go out there. And he's like, oh, great. And uh, so he's buttering him up, but also saying like, oh, a shame about uh, little Ado- little Prince Adonis, right, or whatever, Duke, or whatever the fuck he was, 
uh and griffith just has his like oh yeah i don't know i don't know what's going why would why why would anyone want to assassinate me and blah 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 so long story short they're having this little these little volleys back and forth and then foss is like hmm he didn't even bat an eye and he's he's like mulling over he's stressed out he can't read griffith and it's frustrating him because he's a master manipulator yeah uh foss as we're i mean this is now the second or third time we've seen him have a conversation like this and uh uh and i guess again the 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 closed eye thing is always like a, a sign of pompousness but also uh a calm cool collected narcissism in its own right where they're i'm never going to reveal my intentions through my uh, my the emotions of my eyes right no you cannot the windows to my soul are closed uh basically so foss though then is kind of you know stressing out over what's what's real about griffith and what's not and then he just looks down the hallway and griffith's just fucking standing there and hawk hockey hockey like staring at him. <laughs> and that's when his eyes are wide open exactly yes <laughs> um, yep but um, and then Mas- uh, Minister Foss gets the idea to go watch his Blu-ray copy of Eyes Wide Shut. Yes, uh, from that. But um, it's the only pleasure he seeks in life. But uh, it cuts to uh, Charlotte, who is uh, you know following Griffith down. You know after he's you know done Hawkeye and uh, Minister Foss, he walks down some stairs. He's going out to battle. He's going to meet Costco at the stairs. And uh, I knew Steve would love this. Charlotte gives Griffith a lodestone. <laughs> and, uh, it is a uh it's a little keepsake it's two little metallic statues i think this is where um uh not john hughes is it john no um chris columbus the director got the idea for home alone 2 and the turtle mm. doves from right. um from uh, fao schwartz or whatever that toy store yes. knockoff of fao schwartz where uh he gives it to the unhoused british lady so that they will uh, always come back to each other and be friends Connect. forever. They'll yes. be bonded even when they're far apart. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's a little queen lodestone or a little or knight lodestone or whatever. And she's like, "Oh, if you take this, then you, it'll make it'll make sure you come back to me after the battle." And and uh, she's like, "Will you accept it?" And Griffith goes, "No." <laughs> and, uh, but but he's fucking with her. He goes, "I can't accept right. such a precious gift." He's like, "So I'll just have to give it back to you afterwards." And she's like, "Oh, you!" And then uh, <laughs> you're such a tease. Yeah. And then Griffith uh, grabs Casca. Uh, he's like, "Hey, let's go." And then um, uh, Charlotte uh, from the balcony shouts down to Casca. She's like, "Oh, a good night," or not good night. She's like, "Not good, sir." Night. She just says, "A night, whatever you there." Say good night. And uh, she's like, "Protect Lord Griffith in the battle." And then Casca turns around and says of course I'll, I'll protect him with my life so uh we meet the queen for the first time yep. and uh mm-hmm. does does charlotte say just before this that the her actual mother is dead like didn't she say the late queen is this like her stepmom or is this her real mom oh it's always a stepmom that's evil but okay. uh I, yeah, i'm pretty sure this is it it is uh, step, so step I, mom, I think right? so, yeah because yeah. i think she's like this was a gift from my my late mother the first queen or something from with the lodestones but um so yeah the queen regardless she calls this queen mother uh, Queen comes out and admonishes Charlotte for um, for fucking with Griffith because he's a common born uh, dude. That's kind of it. We just get a little introduction. We don't really know what to make of her. She seems she seems cold, but we don't know if she's like mean yet. We don't know because she doesn't like scream at Charlotte, but she just like is you know very seems very um, uh, uppity and and uh, yeah. Pumped. Well, yeah. All she ta- talks about is how she shouldn't even be talking to this. Commoner, exactly. Uh, who's not even a commoner anymore? So you know what but... they say about commoners? All they want is to commoner. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, the band of the hawk, the Takanodon, departs 
for the front of battle. And so Guts is milling over. Um, I think that's the end. Is that it? Yeah, departure from the Yeah, yeah, and then the engagement. Guts is milling over Griffiths. You know, a friend is an equal speech, right, as it ends. And um, in, the, the last chapter we're covering tonight, engagement opens. Really awesome artwork here. Um, lots of uh, uh, whale-helmeted gentlemen. <laughs> so, like, really weird, funky uh, helmets. Uh, big kind of, like, frog eyes. I mean, it's cool because this is, like, they're the artistic representation of large sea creatures is so much more monstrous and strange back in the medieval and Renaissance days and Viking days and stuff. Yeah. And uh, like, but it's cool. Cause like the whale is drawn with like a, a segmented like fin tail, as opposed to just one big, you know, kind of flipper thing, whatever they call that. And um, you know, tail it looks like it has like gills or something. So all these misunderstandings. And then of course their helmets are modeled after that whale. Um, and uh this is the um i'm skipping ahead just a little but this is we're looking at the uh the blue whale ultra heavy armored fierce assault annihilation night core <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh and so i'm gonna name my son that yeah <laughs> adon is his first name and then that's his middle name. yeah it's just is that um his middle initial is that yeah. right? <laughs> uh casca having some weird pains in her stomach or something right so and she's she's like ah rumbly's in her tumbly she's like not at a, she's like not at a time like this like she's all pissed <laughs> off uh, you shouldn't have that burrito for cheeseburgers yeah. Yeah. i thought well i thought she needs more honey because she had the rumblies in her tumbly like, oh, oh, the poop, oh, but, uh, <laughs> um now like in modern pornography there would be an ad in the side rail of the porn site where you know she as dressed up as winnie the pooh gets caught in the 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 door over the window of rabbit's house you know the blush yeah, yeah, yeah. stuck and then no, she's uh, stuck in the honey jar oh there you go yeah and then guts too. guts comes up behind who's her getting stuck everywhere Wait. <laughs> yeah. or rickert comes up behind her <laughs> right whoa whoa oh, you're so much bigger than guts um <laughs> slaps ass wait <laughs> uh but yeah so she she tries to brush it off and we don't you know we've never seen this before we're not sure what's going on with her and pretty cool arrow formation of when we see the big wide shot of um, the uh, the formations of the band of the hawk, and then you know the fucking the ultra heavy armor, the blue whale ultra heavy armor, fierce assault, annihilation, night core, they're all in kind of standard you know rectangular lines across there. So always showing that uh, the band of the hawk is doing things in kind of a unique fashion. Um, yes, but uh, probably where the mighty ducks got the flying V formation from in the famous 1994 movie. But. Uh, yeah. Oh, Pippin, Judo, and Rickert. They're getting some good licks in. Uh, Pippin is bashing dudes with his big mace. Um, Rickert has his crossbow. Rickert always looking kind of surprised that he killed anyone. <laughs> like, yeah. al- always looks innocent, even though he's fucking murdering, uh, m- murdering dudes. And then uh, Judo has got his, like, daggers, and he's fucking, like, binding. He's stabbing the guy in the armpit in the slot of the armor. That's very good. Um, it's hard to say. I, we might even see uh, Corcus with like kind of a saber almost um, that he's wielding. I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. Him, yeah. I wondered if that was him, too. Yeah. yeah. I, um, I just. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I can't remember what Corcus's sword is. It was just like a normal like, you know, armings like a short sword. I don't know. He but, seems uh, like a saber guy. But um, like, yeah, he's like trying to copy Griffith or something. Like yeah. That. Probably. But um, uh, oh, yeah. Casca is fighting um fighting tough but her her cramps or whatever's going on are taken over right Whoa. so <laughs> yeah. um she uh encounters a big monstrous fish helmeted elite uh, you know mid boss 
and uh, he's very sexist. He's very rude. And he accuses Casca of playing the part of a soldier and probably uh, fucking Griffith to gain her rank. So sleeping right. away to the top. It's the only way a dumb woman could you know, get away to the top. And he takes the opportunity. She gets pissed off. She retaliates in anger and offense. And um, he knocks her off her horse with the fucking trident, with like a fucking king trident trident a mermaid trident and uh, which is funny because that totally fits the aquatic theme of the, of their oh yeah, yeah. that's why he has it yeah for sure <laughs> yep i mean tridents were a real thing but uh i mean they, it's, they didn't yes. look they didn't look like those like roman tridents uh they were always kind of like split like a w sort of but um mm. by this point but uh uh but yeah this is where he introduced himself as adon and um yeah the 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 main band of the hawk crew come to help she yells at they kind of kill some of the dudes surrounding him she yells at them to stay back and adon approaches her he's like he fucking like uh thrusts his trident right between her legs he's about to kill her yeah, he 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 has it right next to he has his trident right next to her throat yeah then pulls back yeah this is this is also in the 97 anime and it was it's so funny because yeah. it's so stupid um, that he could have just oh if he oh if he wants to kill her just move two inches forward right. with the trident. Yep. But no, I got to pull back and do the fucking blue knight whatever Kaborowitz yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> mega death move ultimate. Because um, <laughs> of course she refuses his uh, offer that hey if you want to become a the, the concubine of the of the core of my blue knight or blue whale core then uh, I'll let you you know live and she says die you dog or something and then old old berserk himself comes and saves the day and. Yep. Uh, and he very casually saves the day too, because he immediately is just like, "This isn't. This ain't like you." You know, he's like, "What are you doing?" And because uh, uh, she never gets herself into situations like this, she's usually a much smarter fighter, but um, and a farter smiter, uh, just just killing dudes with the smell of her farts, smiting them down. Um, and the fo- it's it, it is weird how like the focus of the the perspective comes right back to like inside Guts's head more. <laughs> like right, it was like like with Casca for so long, and then right back to him. And this uh, precious, or no, sorry, uh, engagement ends with uh, Guts just saying, I just want to fucking swing this thing till I can't think of anything else. Yeah. <laughs> Amen, brother. You're my head. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, meat swirls for life. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, we get to, we end on a page that um, really just goes into Steve's wife's theory that all all manga and anime is porn. <laughs> Because it's it's Casca undressing, and we don't know why. But uh, and again, that's where even though Casca is a very strong female character, Miura still does some of the chauvinist, you know, just using her as a fucking eye candy kind of thing too. There's reasons for it, but like we don't like that's just you know that's that's for Japanese boys to put up as a poster. No, it's it's going to be on the side of Guts's horse, like an airplane. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Be, yeah. <laughs> just feel like on the yeah. <laughs> uh, and um. Yeah, that's uh, that is it for the chapter. Um, what is it? Oh, <laughs> what uh, what is your guys' favorite line from this very robust recording today? Ooh, there's a lot here. Yeah. Sure. yeah, I mean the the whole sequence of him, you know, just getting in his head of you know who a friend is and the equal shit. I don't know. It, there's just so much there. It's hard to pick a single line, I guess. Out and of it, and but. Steve, you'll see remember that because you'll see. see we'll talk about it at length but uh well you will see how how much everything calls back to this um no. yeah i the easy answer for me is that just because 
I appreciated all the amazing writing, but I think what sticks with me the most is guts saying, Hey, to just desperately trying to say, Hey, to the kid, to Adonis, who's right. That's just like Uh, fucking heartbreaking. It's like, he's just, it's, he's so guilty. He's so whatever. And also it shows that, um, not that you ever thought guts was just like evil or whatever, you know, I mean, he's, he's a killing machine, but he's not inhuman. Right. And Mm -hmm. the way that he just reacts to the kid, like he just automatically reacts to try to comfort him. It shows how much growth guts has had too, you know? And, and, uh, so yeah, it's just fucking, it's heartbreaking. He's got to live with that guilt. I think it comes up for a very long time, that moment. I think there's like some key moments in like the conviction arc and some other stuff where there's it. little flashbacks yeah. to it. But um, but yeah, so that was definitely, yeah. definitely mine. What about you, Steve? Steve already said his oh, favorite line. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. Uh, my brain is not working today. Uh, but mine would be that guy, huh? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I know. It's so good. <laughs> Uh, and, his, and like his guts looks kind of dumb he looks like a football jock in that scene because he's just really? like oh that guy huh it's yeah. just like mm-hmm, like that like julius he on? <laughs> jv yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're gonna bang very, that guy <laughs> just like very comic booky it was, it was super funny but uh yeah. yeah we discussed a lot of the the sword report stuff already um so listen back for that we don't have to go over it again yeah um this should be a pretty easy one, but Griffith Observatory. What did Griffith do right and wrong in this chapter? Um, he did a lot in this chapter. Well, actually, your your uh, vocal slip. I don't <laughs> when you said uh, the the Griffith line where he's like, "Oh, but like I'm like a treat or something." I think he should have oh, yeah. said that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's a snack. Yeah. Even if I was the treat. <laughs> She's like, what, what colloquial, what colloquial <laughs> lecture are you going for here? I would say, yeah. come at me. If I was the treat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what did you guys You're think? You're wondrous at Soggy Biscuit, Lord Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> You're I always enjoy the taste. Of- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also, Griffith is near water in the fountain scene. I don't understand why he's not getting naked and splashing around. Oh, like, that's I, true. I feel like that's just necessary. Yeah, that's a big point. miss. Missed opportunity. Yeah. Yes. Right. Um, miss opportunity. I mean, <laughs> Charlotte was right there, you know, but yeah. Uh, yeah. He's like, this is what men at war do. Yeah. I mean, I'll say like that stupid fucking leaf seed that he planted before really worked because it was like Charlotte to Charlotte. It was like, oh, that's when I, I realized you were just like an innocent young boy and I could connect with, you, you know, it's just like, and it's, it's, you really do see how as much as you still have some positive regard for Griffith you realize how much of a fucking he he's grooming her. Like, like that's really like everything yeah. that's going on with Charlotte is grooming her. Cause I think Griffith yeah, is yeah. like early twenties. I want to say, is he, and we, or maybe, I don't know, but we finally get confirmation that Charlotte is 16. Yes, she right. is 16. Right. I don't know if she, he's that much older than her though, okay. to be fair. Cause like all, I mean, every single nobleman ever is always scoffing at his age. Like, Oh, he's too young True. to do this. Yeah. He's too, you know, he's too common to do that. So, I mean, yeah, he's definitely older than her. Either way. But, if you're not yeah, yeah. if you're not 17 or 18, banging a 16 year old is kind of creepy. Like even it's if fine. you're 19, it's like ugh, hey, a little. <laughs> 50 years ago is fine. I mean, okay. Elvis married a 14 year old. That's true. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, hey, we'll go to Hawaii, we'll go to Japan, and he's yeah. totally Brazil, fine. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, the the line kind of got me where he was like, "No, I won't take this, but I'll bring it back." <laughs> like that actually did. <laughs> I was like, "Oh God." Damn. Psych, that's <laughs> wrong. His, his face is all like the like all yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yep. i'll bring it back to you like that's those <laughs> are the lines when they do the anime faces that you can 
hear the Japanese cadence as opposed like you know that this right is, right right like, right nobody there are no in the high like pitch that. yeah that like comes <laughs> in that noise <laughs> <laughs> and then like a little whimsical sound effect in the back yeah yeah um um but uh yeah i mean it's this is like this this entire set of chapters is uh and i guess really the precious thing chapter specifically which i forgot always forgot the name of that chapter but that is what we will see griffith said a lot right but it's gonna a lot wrong is gonna happen but then a lot right after that for him too also i just noticed that the dolphins on the fountain alluding to the uh (laughs) the sea creature knights that come in the later one that's Mm. so crazy (laughs) i mean that is kind of funny where it's like the first time we see like a mythical sea creature and then the fucking knights are maybe maybe miura was fucking watching um uh undead the sea what was that fuck I, I fucked it up i was the one was that killer whale documentary was really sad was oh, uh, oh blackfish blackfish oh yeah, never yeah. mind i was going somewhere else with that um you know the canadian president trudeau put on blackfish once yeah. at a party <laughs> <laughs> oh that's not so i mean he wore but that's yeah. not bad uh <laughs> but uh uh who is annoying who does rickert need to slap the most in this chapter or these four chapters let's say i I feel like assassin guts. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> again, I was just like, you fumbled this so bad. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. You wore you wore the biggest <laughs> the biggest yeah. sword in the county. <laughs> yeah. With a giant hood with your face exposed. Yeah, you didn't even have another <laughs> anything. Yeah. Sword. I was like, God damn it. Uh it's it's uh yeah, I mean it's gotta be assassin guts, but uh, close second for me is because uh, of daddy issues is Hassan, fuck you. Oh, Hassan. me too. Yeah, Hassan, you know, oh, don't be, you know, be easy on your daddy, even though he beat you, he beat the fuck out right. of you right now, and he's super <laughs> immature and lame, and has he doesn't a, know what he's doing. And has girly bangs and stuff like right. that, and, and weird. Uh, <laughs> Looks like again an eighties WWF wrestler, right. yeah. <laughs> yeah, or like a roadie in a hair a hair metal band, right? right. <laughs> Not in the band itself, but like one of the roadies. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, the roadies. Yeah, put the makeup on and stuff, but. Um, well, since I don't want to overlap with yours, I'll say the the big old knight at the end there. Uh, who's, who, yeah, yes. Yeah. Who's about to, you know, stab and doesn't and just completely whiffs and I, ruins everything. So, right. I, I just realized, yeah. too, how much uh, <laughs> the queen literally could could just be Griffith in that outfit. She has the same eyes as his uh, lately, especially when he's doing all his uh, hawk talk and everything. But yeah. uh, there it is. <laughs> yeah, it's a big, that's a big reveal in the next chapter. But um, mm. yeah, we're going to finish up uh, all of, you know, finish up the rest of volume six and maybe dive into volume seven. I think we only have a little left of volume six. So mm. yeah, we are. And I bought the third uh, big book. So it's here. Nice. Yeah, yeah, that'll be a little bit of this one, a little bit of that one, I guess. Hey, you could go with this or you could go with that. <laughs> uh, Got to give Dorsch Gorner this volume after we're done with next week's episode for sure. Yes. Too. But, uh, he was asking for it um the book not a good fucking yeah <laughs> or a fine thrashing uh but yeah thank you as always for your support for your listenership for those five star ratings thank you for following us on instagram at no guts no glory pc uh, as in personal computer uh check out me and steve's other podcasts probing ancient aliens on your favorite podcast services as well, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, what have you. Uh, and check out the Patreon for those podcasts at patreon.com slash probing ancient aliens, uh, where we've actually had a couple people that are only fans of this 
go over there and support us for content that isn't has nothing to do with preserve but um yeah. uh which is pretty cool or uh, our only fans yes exactly <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um we will be back in two weeks time with the wrapping up i mean fuck i i I didn't want to keep guys. We wrote, we we did almost a hundred pages for today's show, uh, which is on the the bigger end. But I wanted to go to the next section so fucking bad. I'm so excited yeah. to talk about the next section. But um, but yeah, um, that's about it. Yeah, I think that's it. Uh, we're bye. Yeah, I look, guess look. I guess we're bye. We're bye. bye. bye.